Well, it wasn't the type of series we wanted, but the White Sox ended the weekend in a positive way. The White Sox beat the Texas Rangers 8-2 and enter the off day two games over 500. After only managing two hits on Saturday, the Sox exploded for 15 hits on Sunday and four players had a three-hit ball game. Lucas Giolito and the White Sox bullpen kept the Rangers in check as the Sox now sit just two games back in the AL Central. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Lockdown White Sox. Thank you for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Lockdown White Sox. Today's episode is brought to you by Vroom. With Vroom, you can buy a car entirely online and have it delivered straight to you so you never have to go to a dealership again. So next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to vroom.com, and check out thousands of great cars. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Morowski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, fives are wild for our Lucas Giolito as he has now strung together a couple of nice starts. Uh, for the second time in the season, four White Sox players get three hits in a game. But first, the season has been filled with polarizing moments, and this weekend was no different. Our Chicago White Sox are 55 and 53, uh, two games back in the AL Central. Uh, Sunday, the White Sox beat the Rangers 8-2. to They split the four-game series with them. Uh, we're going to talk all about Sunday, a little bit of Friday and Saturday, of course. Sox are in the midst of this 19-game stretch where they're playing sub-500 teams. And right now, they're at 7-5. and five. Not great, but, you know, just like their record, two games over 500. Uh, heading into Sunday, Fangraphs had the Chicago White Sox at a 46.3 chance of making the playoffs. Uh, frustrating up and down weekend, but that has been the way of the Sox this season. Uh, some great pitching, but some anemic offense. Uh, we start on Friday. That was a 2-1 victory, uh, Sox over the Rangers. Offensive line for the Sox, uh, not much doing. Uh, two runs, six hits, two extra base hits. Uh, Grandal with a double. And Aloy Jimenez with a home run, one walk, 12 strikeouts for the Sox on Friday. They were 0 for 2 with runners in scoring position. Tim Anderson was 0 for 4 on Friday. That was unfortunately 
bit of a theme as he has been struggling uh, as of late. Uh, Dylan Cease was the story on Friday and has been. Uh, Cease pitched six innings, gave up two hits, one earned run, uh, three walks, five strikeouts. His ERA sits sub two, 1.98. He threw 91 pitches on Friday. Uh, bullpen was great. You had Kelly Graveman Hendricks. They threw three innings and only gave up one hit. Pitching has been fantastic for the Sox, uh, aside for that blip by Kopech that we'll talk about uh, in the Saturday game. Uh, but Dylan Cease, uh, enjoy him. I mean, how amazing is this guy? Uh, Cease has allowed one or fewer runs in 13 consecutive starts. Uh, that's the longest such streak since earned runs became an official stat in 1913. If there is a Dylan Cease that uh, game that pops up here in Chicago, or maybe you're out of state and he's coming to your city or town, go see him now. Uh, I, who knows what the future holds, but what he's doing right now this season is absolutely remarkable. Uh, the White Sox do not have a track record of signing pitchers to long-term deals. They do not invest money in starting pitchers. They don't do it in the free agent market. They don't do it to their own own homegrown talent. Uh, you know, this is something that I'm sure we'll be talking about on this podcast throughout this season and even into the off season. Uh, there has not been a lot of Cy Young Award winners in White Sox history. Dylan Cease is in that conversation. Justin Verlander is making it difficult for what he's doing uh, with the Houston Astros, but. Uh, Dylan sees who knows how he can finish this season. If, if he can finish it strong, he's going to be up in that conversation, especially if the Sox can get onto some uh, winning ways. But uh, it has been impressive. He's in the national spotlight, uh, and he is must-see TV right now. Uh, Saturday uh, was a tough game for the Sox. Uh, they lost eight to nothing to the Texas Rangers. Uh, so you had uh, game one of the series back on. Thursday, anemic, no offense. Friday, thanks to Cease's outing, they were able to win, but really no offense. And then Saturday, uh, they were facing Dane Dunning, uh, that old that old friend Dane Dunning. Uh, most recently, we traded to Texas for Lance Lynn. And you'd think the White Sox would know Dane Dunning pretty well, uh, having scouted him years ago and having him in our system and knowing what he had to offer and uh, Dane Dunning threw seven innings of one-hit baseball against our White Sox. Uh, one uh, walk, six strikeouts, and he he really looked like he was on a mission. He spoke about uh, being nervous and uh, you know obviously excited to to facing his former team. And you got to assume there was some motivation there uh, for Dane Dunning, uh, and a combination of the White Sox just not being able to, to string consistent games of, of balanced offense. Um, it, it just hasn't happened, you know, they, and you saw what happened on Sunday. We'll talk about it a little bit later. You're like, how did this happen? How did a team that couldn't do anything on Saturday, all of a sudden explode for 15 hits and eight runs? Um, I don't know. You, you know, a lot of the players, including Jose Abreu, uh, spoke highly of what Dane Dunning was doing. I think the 
the track, the, uh, the, the notes are out on the Chicago White Sox. They chase pitches. So if you throw things in the dirt, uh, if they're tailing out of the zone, uh, high, even high pitches, the Sox are going to be aggressive and they're going to chase. Uh, and that seemed to be what was happening with Dane Dunning. Sox offense, uh, zero runs, two hits, one walk, 10 strikeouts, one extra base hit. Sox were 0 for 2 uh, with runners in scoring position. Uh, T.A., he was 0 for 4. Uh, so Friday and Saturday, 0 for 8. Uh, and eventually we'll we'll talk more T.A., but uh, he did not play on Sunday for different reasons. But Kopech threw on Saturday. He had a rough start. He only went three and a third inning. Uh, five hits, four earned runs, two walks, four strikeouts. Uh, he only threw 74 pitches. He are, his ERA sits at 3.88. Uh, Banks, he was uh, he was on the hill on, on Saturday in relief. Uh, he pitched two innings, one hit, two, uh, one hit, I'm sorry, four runs. Only two of them were earned, three walks, two strikeouts. I'm not saying uh, this was the result of the situation, but uh, he was sent to Charlotte after this game, and Lenin Sosa was brought up. But uh, now we only have essentially one left-hander in the bullpen, Jake Diekman, but not a great outing from Banks. Uh, Kopech, uh, real a head-scratcher. Larusa removed Kopech with runners on first and third and one out in the fourth, and he was only at 74 pitches. This is what Kopech had to say. He sees the game through his own lens, and if he thought I wasn't going to put us in a position to possibly win today, then he made that decision. I think in hindsight, he made the right decision. Don't like to admit that, but I wasn't doing what the team needed today. It's why I didn't go deeper. Uh, Kopech elaborated a little bit on the need to go deep into games. Uh, Take some stress and innings off the bullpen. Give us the best chance to win. Three and a third is not doing that. We all would uh, have liked to play better today, but it starts with me. I've got to do a better job of getting the ball to the bullpen later. Uh, it was a really tough game and uh, kind of a not a cryptic, but odd, I guess, quote. You can read it a bunch of different ways, and I'm sure we'll be uh, referring to this throughout the season with a Brayu. Obviously, this is a Brayu's last uh contract year here with the Sox and he was kind of asked about the intensity the focus of the White Sox especially after that horrible loss on Saturday and this is what Abreu had to say the only thing I can control is just trying every day to do my best and bring the best to the organization that's one thing I can control I don't have control over other things than that read into it what you will is he alluding to you know, clubhouse chemistry, chemistry, other players, I don't know, but obviously some frustrations uh, from Abreu and, you know, who would blame him? White Sox offense heading into the series finale was virtually non-existent, but I'm going to tell you why what the White Sox did on Sunday is one of the reasons why this season has been so maddening. More on that in a moment. As you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes 
on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to hire and interview. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on MLB. That's linkedin.com slash locked on MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So before Sunday's game, which was, of course, the series finale, uh, you had Tim Anderson starting to serve his suspension from uh, getting in that disagreement with the home plate umpire a little while back. And he uh, kind of pecked the uh, home plate umpire's head with his uh, the bill of his helmet. It was a heated discussion. Uh, T.A. was thrown out of the game, served a three-game suspension that he appealed. It, it was turned into a two-game suspension, so he started serving that on Sunday. Uh, Banks, of course, sent down to Charlotte, and Lenine Sosa, who we saw a little bit of about a month ago or so, was called up from AAA. Uh, he did not make the start. It sounds like uh, he might not receive a lot of playing time at all. You can debate that if you will. It's very odd to have him up and not let him get a little bit of exposure, see what we've got in him right now. Through the first three games of this Texas Rangers series, uh, the Sox produced four runs, 13 hits, were hitting 141, had an on-base percentage of 216, slugged 217, hit one home run, and had 31 strikeouts. Uh, heading into Sunday's game, White Sox uh, ranked last in MLB in walks. A horrible chase rate as well. And again, as I was talking about earlier, uh, simply throwing the ball in the dirt, uh, out of the zone, you're more times than not, the Sox are going to chase it. And, and that's how you get the Sox to beat themselves. Now, saying all of that, okay, which is infuriating, it's frustrating, the Sox go and do what they did offensively on Sunday and kind of completely wipe the slate clean and make you forget about all of that. Uh, nothing really happening in the first uh, inning on Sunday, aside from a Loy, uh, Jimenez and Jose Abreu base hit, but that was it. Second inning, Yohan Mankata, boy, he has been struggling. Uh, and that's an understatement. He led off the inning with a strikeout. I don't know what he was looking at. Again, that could be a theme, too. I have no idea what he's looking for. Last 30 games have been rough. This series was very rough for him, especially uh, against the Rangers. Uh, Harrison walked, and then the legend, Larry Garcia, his revenge game against the Texas Rangers with a base hit. Pollock with a two-out RBI single quickly, one nothing. White Sox. Uh, third inning, Abreu with a base hit. His second of the game at that point. And then Andrew Vaughn with a two-run blast. He's needed it long overdue. Three-nothing sacks. A fourth inning. Rangers had just scored in the bottom of the third. So sacks come right back and answer. 
the legend and Pollock on the base paths, second and third, one out. Robert gets the job done, cranks a double over the right fielder's head, two-run score, 5-1 Sox. Boy, Luis Robert, it is good to have him back healthy. He is a dangerous man in that lineup. Uh, there's a lot of electricity uh, and potential when he is there. Aloy Jimenez with another base hit. Robert turns on the speed, and he scored from second, so it's 6-1 Sox in the fourth. Uh, let's go to the sixth inning. Pollock leads off with a double, and now Pollock was hitting in the leadoff spot for Tim Anderson. He had a nice game. His second double of the game and third hit. Luis Robert uh, hits a ground ball to shortstop. Absolutely horrible base running by Pollock. Uh, he tries to get to third and is quickly thrown out. Have no idea what he's doing there. Nobody was out. The ball was hit in front of him. I, you know, I'm sure Joe McEwing had had to have been communicating with him, but a lot of that is on Pollock. You should know better uh, than to run with nobody out when the ball is hit in front of you like that on the ground. Uh, he is Abreu had another hit, his third of the game in that inning. He's leading the AL in hits, and then Andrew Vaughn rips a single, bases loaded. Mancata walks a seven-one White Sox. Uh, the legend. Lurie Garcia, he gets on and scores uh, on a throwing error to make it 8-1 Sox uh, in the seventh. Sox did nothing in the eighth and ninth, but eight runs was more than enough. Final offensive line, uh, eight runs, 15 hits, uh, two walks, eight strikeouts, five extra base hits on Sunday, four players with three hits in the game, Abreu, Pollock, Vaughn, and the legend. Leary Garcia with runners in scoring position. The sacks were four for 12. Uh, all good things. I uh, hate to end this segment on a downer, but you have to mention Mancada in the series two for 15. His last 30 games have been rough. Uh, he has not brought his anemic offense out into the field, however, has played some pretty good uh, defense. But if Grandal has been painful to watch at the plate, Mancata has been right up there in the conversation. We need him to return to life in some capacity soon. Aside from Kopech's start on Saturday, Sox pitching has been solid. I'm going to tell you how Lucas Giolito helped continue that narrative. More on that in a moment. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find all your favorite sports and events, at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet online where the game starts. Lucas Giolito on the hill for the White Sox. Entering Sunday, he went five innings in his last two starts. Uh, first inning was helped by a double play by Sox defense. Couple hits given up, but only 13 pitches uh, in the first for Giolito. That's a good sign. You know, he gets roughed up early on. Uh, and that, uh, he changed that narrative on Sunday. Second inning, there was a leadoff walk, but strikeout, strikeout, ground out. 
The changeup was working very well for Lucas Giolito, uh, pretty clean so far. A third inning, Rangers with one out offense, runners on first and second, and Nathaniel Lowe, who had a big series for the Rangers, power hitting lefty, playing first base, delivers an RBI hit. It was three one socks at that point. Runners on the corner with one out. Pollock with a great sliding catch in right field. And Seeger at third did not tag up. They talked about this a lot on the telecast. Steve Stone could not believe that Seeger did not score. There was a walk to Heim, which loaded the bases. Giolito was at 70 pitches in the third, uh, but he got a ground out to end the threat. Uh, fourth inning, uh, Gio was on the bench because the Sox had a long inning of offense. Uh, they scored three runs. Uh, Giolito labored a little bit in the inning, but no damage there in the fourth. Fifth inning, Gio comes out uh, to pitch with 94 pitches on the arm. So you're thinking, okay, this is this has got to be it. Uh, gets two quick outs, base hit, then pop out. Nice job there. Um, Giolito, five innings, six hits, one earned run, three walks, five strikeouts. Uh, his ERA sub five now, 4.91. He threw 103 pitches. Uh, that fifth inning was, was great. You know, he had a lot of pitches on that arm. I thought maybe the fourth was going to be it, uh, but they sent him out there. It was his game, and uh, he did not have a one, two, three inning all afternoon. So he had a grind for sure. Uh, but that theme of five innings continues now. Three straight starts of five innings. Jimmy Lambert came in for the sixth. Uh, it was a clean inning. Jimmy Lambert's last 12 and two-thirds innings, he has a 0.00 ERA. Seventh inning, we saw Jake Diekman. Uh, he gave up his first run in a White Sox uniform. It was a solo home run to who else but Nathaniel Lowe. Uh, it was 8-2 Sox at that point. Foster in the eighth, which was clean, and Jose Ruiz in the ninth, pretty good ninth. Sacks bullpen, four innings, three hits, only one run, two walks, and five strikeouts. Uh, White Sox have an off day on Monday, but they are going to start a four-game series with the Kansas City Royals on Tuesday. Thank you, folks, so much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now make your second listen, Lockdown MLB podcast. MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan uh, brings humor, passion, and unique perspective on every team and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Really appreciate you making time for the Locked On White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox!